What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Show Game Two Edition. It is Friday, October 2nd. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by Adam Share. I don't think we're brought to you by anybody. We're brought to you by awesome.com. Um, we talked about this game, game one, two days ago. We're going to have a little bit different of a discussion today. Adam, are you ready for just a completely random Heat Lakers game tonight? Well, we got one last time. I'm glad to know that it, I'm, I'm at least glad to know that it's coming this time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Kendrick Nunn season, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to Rinpack on that one. Uh, he will be live with me tonight on Live Before Lock, 815. Bet you wish you could have got him two days ago because uh, he took it down with Kendrick Nunn. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I'm actually excited to look at this stuff that we have ownership out, we have projections out, I have run my sims for the day, and there are a couple things that stand out in a pretty extreme manner that I'm excited to get your thoughts on. So I don't think that we have much else to touch on right now other than just diving in. I'm ready if you are. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So we're going to start off first and foremost looking at the heat since, well, you know, things are a little bit different for the heat. In case you've been living under a rock, um, Goran Dragic, doubtful, plantar fasciitis. Uh, Bam Adebayo, doubtful, neck, shoulder, something going on up in that range. Uh, I assume they both don't play. I really assume that Dragic doesn't play. You think there's any chance that we see Bam tonight? I think it's really unlikely. I would agree. I would agree. So then the biggest thing that we need to talk about right now is who is the biggest benefactor to Bam and Dragic being out? Does Jimmy Butler take that big of a usage hit? Maybe. Does Tyler Hero take a monster jump forward? I'm curious where you go. Who is the best option on the Heat today? I mean, the best option, I think, ends up being the guys that are going to eat up those minutes. Uh, $3,000 Kelly Olenek. None's already up to 5K, but... Uh, $3,000 Kelly Olenek, I think, is the, the best play when you're factoring salary. Okay. Then let's have that conversation. Do you think Kelly Olenek starts tonight? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think it's very reasonable that Myers Leonard starts tonight. So the reason I, I agree is very reasonable that could be the case, that you, you just go Myers Leonard match up with Dwight Howard. The reason I'm leaning towards Olenek is I don't know why I remember this, but back two or three years ago against um, Charlotte, when, when Dwight Howard was on Charlotte, Spolstra would use Olenek basically to shoot Howard off the floor. Okay. And like that was a matchup that he liked and he went to repeatedly that season. So 
just based on that, it's clearly something that he has thought of and done before. So my assumption is that they're going to go that route. The question is, is that better for the Heat? Is playing Dwight Howard off the floor to move AD to the five and then get another shooter on the floor, is that a net positive for the Heat? I mean, it probably beats Dwight Howard beating the living hell out of whoever they're playing inside. I, I don't know if that's true or not. not. Not to like, I'm not trying to like outwardly disagree with you. I just don't know if having Dwight on or off in that scenario is better or worse for either team. I, well, like, but I mean, I don't know what was, it opens up for the Lakers. Like it might even be crazier. Right. But it's, it's better if you assume that they're having success with it. Like if you assume that Dwight's out there for six minutes and Kelly Olenek is just getting wide open looks like that's good for the heat. If he gets wide open looks, I guess is the better yeah. question. A um, little bit different now uh, compared to Dwight on the Hornets, compared to having LeBron and AD as potential yeah. uh, erasers defensively. So just just a hair different. I think. Yeah, I just don't think that they're profiles gonna, a little bit different than like Cody Zeller. Yeah, I just don't think that they're gonna. Um, like, I, I don't think Linux is a big enough factor that you're gonna have like AD and LeBron looking to like deal with him i think okay. it's just that he can make things uncomfortable for Dwight. i would say that i also agree that i think that kelly olenic is the more likely person to start here but i think myers leonard is very live to just simply match up those dwight howard minutes that's the easiest way to do it if you want to put myers leonard on the floor is just have him start the first and third quarters uh, and yeah. play alongside dwight i think that that makes things easier we are projecting Myers Leonard for 34% ownership at $1,000 on draftings, just to put that out there. We're also projecting similar ownership to Derek Jones, 2,200. We need to talk about Olenek, though. Um, I gave him like 24 minutes, 26 minutes, 20, 24 to 28. I don't have it in front of me right now. I have my uh, SIM files open. Um, we have Kelly Olenek projected for 24% ownership. I right now have Kelly Olenek projected three points behind Alex. So I have him at 25. Alex, I believe, has him at like 28. If that is the projection that we're going to go for, and we'll use mine, the lower one, I had Kelly Olenek show up in the captain spot 18% of the time and in the ut optimal utility spot 60% of the time. If that, like, I don't want Myers Leonard or Derek Jones Jr. any longer, if that's the case. Right. Like, I have Kelly Olenek projected for three and a half times as many fantasy points as Myers Leonard. The question then becomes, how many minutes do we need Myers Leonard to play in comparison to Kelly Olynyk to make Myers Leonard, let's call it an equal play? Because I don't think it's close right now. Like 24? Yeah, that, like that's that has to be the assumption, right? That Olynyk and Leonard split all 48 minutes at center. And I don't think that that's likely. Right, I agree. Yeah, I think, you know, yeah, even, even if you assume that like, all of us are high on our Linux projections. Um, even if you like, so he's played 116 minutes with Butler on the floor and without Dragic or Bam, he's averaged 0.83 DraftKings points per minute. So even if you like knocked him down to, you know, 22 points or something at 3K, 22 DK points at 3K, he's still going to be a much better play, I think, than 25%. Yeah. I, I completely agree. The, the The real piece that's making me intrigued is the captain ownership, because I that that's just showing up as eight seventeen point six percent of the times that I ran my sim, Kelly Olynyk captain was the optimal. 
it just opens you up to have everything else on the opposite side. And if he's projected for 25 fantasy points, like I don't think it's crazy to see his ownership be at 2%. Like even if I say that that's off by four times and he should be 8%, I'm still going to get an infinite amount of Kelly Olenek at captain. I think Kelly Olenek at captain right now, given his ownership is the best play on the We We have new ownership. Hey, we have new ownership. 46.4% utility, 7.3% captain. Okay, so even still, I think Kelly, that, that laid out my example perfectly. Shout out to getting that ownership. I assume that happened in like the last half hour. 12 minutes ago. That'll do it. Let me grab that quickly and throw this back in here so we could take another look. Um, does that change your opinion on Kelly Olenek? It doesn't change it. I mean, it, I think it comes up closer to where I think he should be. You know, like the point that I made about even if he produces that, like, like if he produces at the rate that he has in this situation in the past, as opposed to the one fantasy point per minute that um, we basically have him projected for, then he probably comes in around where the field has him now. Like if you're projecting for a fantasy point per minute, he's probably just in hundred percent of lineups. Yeah. This is barring change. If Locke was right now, I would end up having probably 25% plus Kelly Olenek a captain. And he would probably be in every utility spot that he wasn't in a captain spot. I think he's the best play on the slate. Now that said, what if we're wrong? Who right. is the biggest benefactor then? Is it Derek Jones Jr.? Is it Myers Leonard? Is it Solomon Hill? Spoiler alert, it's probably not Solomon Hill. <laughs> um, I think it would be Myers. So actually, I don't know, because the thing is, how does Myers Leonard get a lot of run? Like he certainly could match up with the Dwight Howard minutes, but I'm assuming Dwight Howard doesn't play a bunch of minutes in this spot. So Kel- Kelly Olenek foul trouble doesn't hurt. Right. But is there, unless Leonard's just playing really, really well, like how does Leonard get to 24 minutes? Don't they just small? And... I don't know if you can. Yeah. Because you're, you're normally going small to try to pick up an advantage. But the problem is, if the Lakers go small to match them, they're playing LeBron James and Anthony Davis at the four and the five, at which point they are just as quick as your small lineup. They are probably quicker and longer and everything. So like, I don't know that they can counter to something small and pick up an advantage from it. Right. That's where it gets kind of tricky. Like they're not, they're not trying to play someone good off the floor. Like this isn't countering going small against Utah, trying to remove Rudy Gobert. Right. The the Lakers small lots, quote unquote, small lineup is just better than anything Miami's going to put out there. Kelly Olynyk, 24th percentile in foul rate this season. It was actually 61st percentile last year, but in his career, uh, three out of the last four years, 25th percentile or below in foul rate. So uh, LeBron, as in, te- as as in, in how often a lot. He- Yes. Yes. Not, not good at avoiding fouls. So uh, Lakers, LeBron, AD, not going to have any problem getting to the line in that regard. So then the real question just becomes, do they go to Myers Leonard or do they go small? I have to assume they go to Myers Leonard. They are going to get fully eviscerated on the boards if they don't after Kelly, like if Kelly Olenek, if the Kelly Olenek experiment fails, I think it has to be Myers Leonard. Yeah, I think I agree. Which is just, I don't know what to do with that information. 
Do you think that you need to set any rules with regards to these heat scrubs? Olenek, Hill, Derek Jones Jr., Myers Leonard. I'd probably do like max two rules, maybe. Like yeah. they're they're all cheap enough. I wouldn't want to just say like, oh, I only get one of Olenek Leonard because you're allocating thousand dollars combined. But I probably wouldn't want all of Olenek Leonard and Derek Jones or something. Right. I, I am with you there. Oh man, this is just this is so gross. So we're we're under the assumption, or we are going to at least assume right now that Kelly Olenek will be uh, the likely starter in this regard. I am expecting Kendrick Nunn to start in place of Goran Dragic. I'm curious your thoughts. I am expecting Hero to start. Interesting. I I don't think they they, they change that rotation. I think it's easier to slot him in and keep Hero playing his specific time, unless they're planning to play hero 40 minutes today i mean they they did last game what do you mean they hero started the second half to me that's different that's normally what i base it off if it were if it were like a different scenario here i might agree but oh my god dude from the end of the second quarter to the beginning of the third 46 to 9 run is that what that was oh my god that is bad. That is so bad. Do you think it matters? Uh, if with none being 5K, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, don't, I guess it probably doesn't matter a ton. Like, you're still talking about there being 34 minutes just from Dragic disappearing right. now. And Hero already playing 35 or 36, so he can only soak up so much more. So yeah. none really should be getting... Good run regardless of if he starts, I guess. That's sort of why I expect none to start. I don't think that there's so much that they can unlock by moving Hero to the starting lineup other than just you kind of pinch yourself to none's minutes and then have to give them to Solomon Hill or Derek Jones or whoever. Whereas I think none can just pretty easily pick them up in the starting lineup. I don't, I don't know if it matters all that much. Yeah, I, it probably doesn't the more that... I think about it because like if if none doesn't play big minutes whether it's starting or off the bench you're talking about Solomon Hill and Derek Jones playing a bunch like I I think you just get you're just going to get none one way or the other yeah like I think I get like if you give none 24 minutes just like a you're sort of normal he doesn't start he plays the end of the first quarter, the beginning of the second quarter, or the end of the third quarter, the beginning of the fourth quarter. Your tr- your traditional backup run. You still have a ton of minutes that you need to start giving to guys that really probably shouldn't be a part of the rotation at all. And that's where it starts to get kind of squirrely. I think it's easier to just match everything. But they he might just be looking for a full-on change of scenery for everybody just because you're missing two of your five starters. That's, I think that's the most interesting piece that is people will look at, but is ultimately meaningless. And none did start most of the season too. So it's not like you have the problem of like unfamiliarity if he starts. Right. Um, it started, he was basically the starting point guard for the entirety of the regular season switched off in the bubble. I don't really like none at his price tag. I don't think that there's much to take in from the guys that are like already properly priced. I don't have much to add on Jimmy Butler. I don't have much to add on Tyler Hero. 
Uh, I don't have much to add on like Duncan Robinson. I, I think it really all comes down to their front court minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll point out with Butler that he's played 223 minutes without Dragic or Bam this season, 31.1% usage rate, 1.26 DraftKings points per minute, 33.5% assist percentage as well. He's clearly going to take a jump forward. He's going to have to be more like assertive offensively. Um, I'm curious to see how his ankle is. I mean, it's not like he's coming into this healthy by right. any means. Uh, he could be fine. I, I, I don't know. Um, just to touch on everything from a FanDuel perspective, because of the way they, because of the fact that they don't change salaries based on the tiers, um, you bet your bottom dollar that AD and LeBron are the two biggest primary MVP slash star spots. Jimmy Butler, clearly the, the biggest primary pro spot, at which point everything starts to get a little weird, but Kelly Olenek looks great in the utility. Uh, I think Jay Crowder is there is fine there as well. It's just a more straight line game on FanDuel. You, you just kind of got to think, who do you think are going to be the best plays? There's not a lot of like relative to salary going on there. Um, for Anthony Davis or LeBron James to not be in the MVP spot would take like a real heroic effort from Jimmy Butler. And it's basically impossible for anybody else. Um, is there anything else you want to add from the Miami side? I think the pricing, the, the pricing, like DraftKings did some weird stuff with the pricing as far as elevating it on some guys where it's not even really necessary. Like Jay Crowder's at 7,400. He's not really, I don't think his rates really change regardless of who he's on the floor with. Um, Duncan Robinson came up like, I think $1,000 from last game. He's another one that it doesn't really matter who he's playing with. He's going to be the same. Uh, so Probably I, worse. I, yeah, yeah, or worse. Um, Iguodala at 3,400, I think, is a good value as well. He's It's the same issues that you've had in the past where Iguodala is Iguodala, but there are more shots available for him without Dragic and without Bam. Um, and the minutes clearly should be there for him. So I think that, you know, he, I think he looks better today than he has in the past for me. Yeah. Unless this turns into a full on evisceration of right. Miami heat. Like I think Iggy has to play as much as he can handle. Um, you're definitely want to give, going to try to give Andre Godala more minutes before you start giving them Solomon Hill or uh, right. Derek Jones, I guess. Oh, I think that's probably it on the Heat side of this. All right, who's your favorite captain option for the Heat? Is it Butler or is it Olenek? Um, so we have, I think it's Butler. He's only, we only have 13.6% ownership going there. Yeah. If this game stays competitive to the end, I don't think it's because Kelly Olenek went nuts. I think it's because Jimmy Butler just took over. The question then is, okay, so I can give a little bit of context to this. Um, in the times that Kelly Olenek showed up in the captain spot in my sim, which was obviously a lot, um, he averaged. This is not with the captain multiplier. Uh, so for context, 35 fantasy points. That that was the number where that he averaged to put him in the captain spot. Um Right now, I have him projected for 25, so we're talking about an additional 10 points over his generic projection, and that's just that, that's the average. So there are some times where he has a 30 fantasy point day and can still be the efficient mark there. 35 feels like a hell of a lot for Kelly Olynyk to have in a normal fashion, but you know, 31, 32, something around those lines. Like, 
that seems pretty feasible for a guy projected for, you know, we'll, we'll call it 25 right now. If you, and if you have Alex's projections, I, that it's an even bigger number. If I had 28 in here, I'd have Kelly Olenek in like 40% of my captain lineups. Raw, not even like adjusting for the fact that he's under-owned. I like Kelly Olenek. I'm going, I'm, I'm laying this one down. Kelly Olenek in the captain spot is the best play on DraftKings today. Whew. That is not a sentence that I thought I would say ever i guess unless we start running contests for the basketball tournament in like five years and he's (laughs) in that but otherwise yeah i I truly do believe that so get ready there's no way you play kelly o at captain well there you go that was easy enough just running not like the mvp spot on fanduel guys it's it's not about being like a high scorer on DraftKings. it's different just running um optimals with my baseline projections i got out of out of my top 20 projected lineups i have a linux in the captain 55 percent. there you go but under um, 20 lebron 25 i am going to pay very close attention to the captain spot ownership for kelly olenic because i have him 2x that right now which means he would be in like well a lot of my lineups as i start getting closer to lock guys perfect opportunity now 1024 a.m. Eastern time, 230 people in here. Hit that thumbs up. Helps us out a ton. Let's try to get that number over 100. We're at 37 right now, not nearly enough. We're bringing the goods on this game too. So it would help us out tremendously for you guys to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel, notification bell, subscribe to our podcast feed. All these shows go up on our podcast feeds. You could subscribe for each sport individually. Uh, You can subscribe to get everything. If you just want to hear us talk all day, I wouldn't blame you for it. Free content today. NFL ownership, free today. MLB top pitchers, also free for today. So if you're looking to uh, play any MLB slates um, on this lovely Friday, go ahead and grab our top pitchers report. If you're trying to get yourself prepped for NFL Sunday, go check out the ownership or If you just want to worry about the NBA, use the promo code Orlando when signing up. Get a $5 Osmo Plus weekly NBA pass um, when you use Orlando at checkout. $10 off the original price. Uh, This is going to end on Sunday, the promo code, that is, although the playoffs won't be far behind it at this rate. But use the promo code Orlando, and you can get a, a week of our Osmo NBA content. Let's move it on to the Lakers where things should look largely the same, but I guess could change. Do you expect any changes from the Lakers given the changes from the Heat or just from their performances in game one? No, not really. I mean, you got 15 minutes from Howard and I don't expect him to really play more. Like that's what I would expect going into this game. Yeah. Uh, And it, it didn't really go well for him. Um, this is a very different matchup than uh, trying to guard Jokic. But yeah, it played the you know the run at the beginning of the first quarter, the run at the beginning of the third quarter. So he basically just took the JaVale McGee run, extended it, and isn't, didn't play at all otherwise. And I think that's probably what they do again here. I, I, don't yeah. think this, I don't think that they bring in Howard more now because I don't think it's helpful to want to go to Dwight Howard in lieu of LeBron James and AD. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the the huge minutes that you were getting in that Denver series, I think, was just Jokic. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, we had even, we had said, Greg and I did the show last uh, 
last live before lap. And he was a little higher, a little higher than me on Dwight, but we both, I think, kind of thought that, um, or at least like I did, that you weren't going to get fourth quarter run from Dwight. It was just a matter of if he got second quarter run. Right. I don't, I don't think that he's going to be playing a lot in second quarters and fourth quarters unless something really, I don't, I don't even know what would cause Dwight Howard to get put back on the floor in those situations. That being said, at 3,600 on DraftKings, it's a prime spot to just say, well, what if I'm wrong and play some Dwight if you're playing about the lineups. Already in a third of lineups, 31 and a half percent. Yeah. And, I don't, not that I like disagree with it. I mean, I got him in 26, so. Um. Here's a, here's a good question. Uh, Marcus says, I never understand how someone would be a better play at captain than utility. Ownership. Yeah, if if someone is under-owned at one spot, um, they're probably over-owned at the other, and making adjustments to go in the opposite direction of that could be uh, a benefit. Now, in this case, I think Kelly Olenek is under-owned at both spots. Right. But... Um, if Kelly Olynyk's ownership was even higher at the utility spot, I would be more likely to get even more at the captain spot. Yeah, I don't, I don't expect many changes coming out of the Lakers. Um, the only things that would be, it would be around Dwight Howard. Otherwise, I think the guys that we've seen as of late are going to be the guys we see. All the minutes were pretty normal, uh, all things considered, in game one. Like, Markeith played about as much as I expected. Caruso, Rondo, Kuzma all played about as much as I expected. I'm not really making any changes here. No, me neither. It, yeah, it, it went pretty much as you would expect. Um, it, it was good to see Rondo get back to 25 minutes. He was coming off of like 12 minutes in the final game against Denver, so that was a little bit scary. But, you know, good to see him get back to his normal run. Caruso, low to mid-20s. Kuzma, low to mid-20s. Um, everything pretty much played out, I think, as expected. So here's the big question then for the Lakers. Who benefits the most from no Dragic, no Bam? From a fantasy perspective, obviously. The Lakers clearly do. The line is nine for today, nine and a half, something along those lines. Right. Um, I mean, for when he's on the floor, probably Dwight. Yeah, probably. Bigger benefit for LeBron or AD? Probably LeBron. Yeah, I think so too. I think AD gets his regardless. Not that like LeBron doesn't, but right. Just but the, the LeBron thing, knowing too, that there's not a Bam at the rim waiting for him is yeah. Not, not, not to mention you can take Bam away from the rim and just put him on LeBron. Yeah. And also Bam not being there is just gonna make the defense less efficient in general. And LeBron gets so many points off of assists that it benefits him in that way too. So I think it's LeBron. Any benefit to any of these other randos like Kuzma, Markeith Morris, any of the guards? Does it matter? I don't think so. I mean, I guess there's maybe a little bit easier path to Markeith Morris just stealing a couple minutes from Dwight. That was but, where I was trying to lead this. Yeah. Is it possible that Markeith Morris just plays like a bunch more minutes now? And it's possible the... that he starts. Not likely, but it wouldn't be the craziest thing. Yeah, I, at this point, I don't think they make that change because why would they? Right. Yeah, like they won. They should roll. Doesn't seem like a change they need to make for right. like victory sake. Yeah, like my, my assumption is that you're just going to get like 18 minutes from from Keith, but I do think that there's that path for him to get a few more depending on just 
how they decide to match up. I am with you on that one. So let's slide over to LeBron versus AD. Uh, LeBron in the captain spot, 22.5% owned. AD, same. LeBron and AD in the utility spot, call it 67% owned. Um, if we go to FanDuel, Anthony Davis, slightly more popular in the MVP spot, $1,000 cheaper. They are both incredibly popular in the star as well. AD projected for 99.4% ownership. LeBron James, 974 which, you know, makes total sense and also should let FanDuel know that uh, their current single game gimmick is maybe not all that great. Anyway, who do you prefer, LeBron James, Anthony Davis? Give the edge to LeBron. Um, postseason so far, 1.66 DraftKings points per minute for LeBron, 1.42 for Davis. Obviously, they both have monster ceilings, but they're going to play about the same minutes. Their salaries are close enough, um, only an $800 difference on DraftKings. And with the increased value opening up on Miami, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. So I, I give the edge to LeBron with ownership being about the same. I agree. I slightly lean to LeBron on DraftKings. I actually have the same scenario on FanDuel. Slightly lean to LeBron in the MVP spot, at which point AD slightly lean in the star spot. Uh, who stands out to you from a utility perspective? Uh, who, who are you liking from the Lakers that isn't LeBron or AD? Danny Green's salary came down to 4K. I think him, I think that's pretty appealing. Like you have a $1,200 gap now between him and KCP. I think, you know, it's still Danny Green, but if you need some value, uh, that's a pretty decent price. We already mentioned Dwight. Caruso is still really cheap, 3800 Um, I, I think Green would be the one that I like the most out of those, like, you know, 4K and below guys on DraftKings. Yeah, um, not that I don't already just mildly overrate Danny Green. Maybe not overrate, but I root for Danny Green pretty hard. Uh, he has the third best odds of being in the optimal uh, of any other Laker behind LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So uh, I greatly prefer him uh, to KCP as does the public that uh, KCP projected for 12% ownership in the utility spot, Danny green 31, but I think that 31 might even be just a little low. The, the Lakers just sort of are who we think they are. I, I don't really have anything to add. I don't think they make any changes. I don't think they have to, uh, it would become probably the biggest upset in I don't know how long if the Lakers were to somehow blow this series like this right like what could be I mean this would be it's got to be like comparable to the Falcons blowing the Patriots Super Bowl but like in a much different way yeah yeah it would, it would be absolutely crazy if they blow this the greatest player ever not having this debate right now and I know <laughs> I don't I know I don't have to do it with you no. um uh, blowing a 1-0 lead in the finals against a team missing two of their three best players would be some pretty wild shiz. If the Lakers do not win this series, I will admit that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. Barring injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, like if LeBron James, you know, pulls the KD and tears his Achilles tonight, um, the series gets tight. Yeah. Uh, I think they'd still be fine even if AD went down, which is just bonkers. Oh, man. All right. Uh, obviously, we think the Lakers win tonight. We're going to get this question a lot. How do you prepare for a blowout if there's a blowout? Should you prepare for a blowout if there's a blowout? Showdown, slightly different 
than um, playing a normal slate of eight games. Yeah, I think you should be just running some projections as if it blows out and mixing those into your kind of like median projected lineups if you're playing a bunch of lineups, especially. And you can kind of look at last game and see how that goes. You know, you would expect fewer minutes for Jimmy Butler, at least to some degree. You know, I'm, I don't think there's many times that he plays like 28 minutes unless he gets hurt. But, you know, maybe instead of 38, 40 minutes, giving him like 32, um, giving more minutes probably to none, to Jones, to Solomon Hill. Like you're just going to bump up the minute projections for the backups that are not named Andre Iguodala and cut a few minutes off of the starters. Um, and then basically same thing with the Lakers uh, and then just run, run lineups and see what you get. Is it the same thing with the Lakers? What do you mean? I mean, like AD and LeBron both played monstrous amounts of a fourth quarter in a game that was not yeah, close whatsoever. Like, do they come out? I mean, maybe now if they're up by 25 or whatever, heading into the fourth and you know, there's no Dragic and you know, there's no bam, you're able to take your foot off the gas a little bit more. Well, I mean, like I'd probably give them in this scenario, I'd give them like 36 instead of 40. Yeah. And they're still going to be in the lineups. So I have them both at 38 for tonight. And that felt like uh, the perfect way to split the difference. Um, Who benefits from the Lakers if there's a blowout? Some combination of like Morris, Kuzma, Caruso. Okay. Yeah, they were all over the map. Like Kuzma was in, then he came out, then he was back in with the literal scrubs. Yeah. Caruso's in the middle of it all. Like Rondo bookended everything. Keith played a big chunk at the like it doesn't, it didn't appear that they seemed to care that it was the fourth quarter. They were just like going through random rotations. The crazy thing to think about, and like, I personally don't think I would do it unless maybe I did it in a couple lineups. So I'm playing 150. Like if this game is actually over after three quarters and you get like 12 minutes of Quinn Cook or Deion Waiters or something, like, you know, or or could that potentially happen? Oh God. Waiters versus the Heat? Yeah. Do the Heat, if the Heat come back to win this, do they give Deion Waiters a ring? They have, don't they have to? No, I don't think I thought, so. I think he is eligible for both teams. I don't necessarily okay. think that it becomes a requirement. I, like, I know in baseball they get to vote on like playoff shares, but I thought you got a ring like regardless. I, I don't actually, I don't know. He he doesn't get it regardless in my head. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, because I think I'd even seen that he was getting a ring regardless and then he could get up, he could get money. Gotcha. Oh man. Waiters, waiters, Jr. They're both going to go nuts tonight and be in the uh, the optimal DK lineup. I can't wait. Don't take that as advice, people. That's a joke. <laughs> Marcos says they probably give him a ring in the form of a THC gummy. <laughs> ring pop edible. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Is at this point in the bubble, the young waiter is even capable of playing twelve consecutive minutes? Hope not, man. He must be having a blast. All the colors and stuff in Disneyland. <laughs> he's just going through things on heavy heavy doses of edibles they should just have them in bowls like they used to have well what essentially was meth in the clubhouses of every baseball team yeah 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 greenies yeah people don't think about it but yeah they just had it like they were candy candy bowls of uppers (laughs) in, (laughs) in every mlb locker room nba players used to just smoke cigs during halftime like it was 
people look back at this stuff and it's like, well, this guy was really good in 1964. It's like, well, yeah, he played against eight janitors and they all smoked cigarettes during the middle of the game. Not, a, <laughs> not the same kind of – LeBron spends $1.5 million a year on his body. Nuts. Who would have thought in the NBA Finals we'd be talking about Deion Waiters, J.R. Smith, etc. When things change, they stay the same. Yeah, it's – I don't want to talk about them. And look, I don't expect either one of those guys to see the floor tonight, barring no. a true, true beating. I mostly mentioned it just so that I could say that I mentioned the guy who played the Kendrick role this, this sleep. You know, just non-rotation guy who wins. Yeah. Who is the worst play on the slate today of anybody that, like, plays? I think I really it's KCP. Wanna, I don't even want to answer it because they're just going to shoot the lights out. Um, probably Duncan Robinson. Okay. I, th- I think I would rather have Robinson over KCP. It's close. It's close. Yeah. It, it's that it's, it's, close. it's that middle tier, right? The, yeah, the was, Duncan Robinson, like, KCP, none Kuzma area is sort of like a wasteland. Yeah. I was just hand building a lineup on DraftKings while we were talking with Olenek just seeing like what I could get if I put a Linux cap and, and, you know, Davis Butler and uh, LeBron. And then I'm just like clicking through like, okay, I don't want anyone else like in the price range that I'm at. Yeah. Two, two, two punts plus those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes uh you get some really ridiculous construction of Kelly Olenek lineups. If he's at the captain, his ownership is so important on the rest of the slate. Like I, that's the linchpin to everything. Yeah. For if, sure. if it's under 10%, and something like, and we find out he's starting, I'm in trouble. <laughs> or I'm printing money one way or the other. I assume trouble um, given, well, it's DFS. That's kind of the thing, though, like what we were just talking about with the roster construction that makes me not sure how often I really want him at captain. Like, if I put him at captain, I can put in Butler, LeBron, Davis, and then. I go to like, let's say Iguodala because he's a good value. And I just end up in this dead price tier where I don't want to roster anybody. If I put Jimmy Butler at captain, move Olenek to flex, go with that same lineup. Um, th- then like I can still roster the good point per dollar guys. I just don't end up in that dead mid range. The question then becomes how much more are you duped? That's true. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm with you that that is going to make your lineup as a whole look better, but if Jimmy Butler is twice as owned in the captain spot and Kelly Olenek is 46% owned in the utility, I think you're yeah. just ending up in a construction that is significantly bigger just because of like comfortability. And I'm yeah. obviously, I'm not telling you anything you don't right. already know too. Yeah, um, my, 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 you're going to play my, an ass ton of Kelly Olenek at the captain spot. If you find out that when you run the lineups, they rank the highest. So. Right. My, my, my Jimmy Butler, LeBron, Jay, my Jimmy Butler captain, LeBron Davis, Olenek, Iguodala, Howard lineup is uh, not going to be, Sneaking up on anybody. No, not so much. Yeah, the, like the Kelly Olenek captain spot, when you start getting in, you, you're you hoping to get the Crowder, Rondo, Duncan Robinson, KCP section right. One of those right, guys yeah, yeah. One of those guys has a standard deviation plus game, and none of them look appealing, but it's probably one of them. Right. And that's the guy you need to get right in that scenario. Yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm really dreading a big Solomon Hill, Derek Jones Jr. type game. That's going to be really annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a good point. It's just an example of um, 
it's kind of just how ownership and contrarian plays work. Like you're looking at it and it's not going to be the best projection. You're not going to say, Oh, this is the best lineup I can make, but you're putting yourself in a position where not that much weird stuff has to happen for it to be the best. Of it, and you have it at level ownership. <sighs> Unbelievable. What we're dealing with in the finals of the NBA. What a, what a crap culmination to what's been like a really fun bubble for the past three months. Yeah. Just, the the, like the the ultimate letdown, like the seeding games were so much more fun than the finals are going to be. Yeah, like yeah. just go back to Portland, Memphis, best of three. Oh man, that that feels like a different season. Yeah. Um, MJ Stritz says there's going to be a lot of salary left on the table. Uh, coming out of my sim, median salary used forty nine thousand five hundred. It's actually really easy to not use a lot of salary because of Kelly Olynyk, or to use all your salary because of Kelly Olynyk today. Um, now, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's up for debate. But the more value you have at the bottom, the more likely you're going to have all of the salary or like large amounts of salary being used at the top. Because the moment you start getting a value play open, uh, you're jamming the hell out of LeBron James and Anthony Davis and soaking up that salary immediately. Like, there's no the the Lakers are too good at the top to go a different direction once you open up that set. Like if you, the moment you go to Kelly Olynyk or Myers Leonard, you're basically saying, I'm absolutely playing at least two, if not more of LeBron James, AD and Jimmy Butler. Right. There's really no way around it. Josh, you think Morris starts? No, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility, but I think Dwight starting is like 95% likely. Um, yeah, let's take a couple questions. We've got like five minutes before we need to like truly get out of here. So chat, uh, YouTube chat, feel free to hit the like button and drop a couple questions in if you're interested. We're at 73 likes, 300 concurrent viewers. Let's get that number to 100. We'll take questions for five minutes and then we'll get out of here because we've got a ton of content coming up after this. I lost my, my run sheet. There we go. So I am on another show immediately after this. 11 a.m. lineup construction with myself and the boss man, Alex Baker. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Jason and Terry are going to do MLB Live Before Lock. Matt and Kyle have their fantasy football start sit show at 2 p.m. And then uh, Rinpak and I are going to be back at 8.15 Eastern tonight to do Live Before Lock NBA edition. Rinpak coming off 100 grand on Wednesday. So that's the one you want to see for sure. Let's see. Any questions? Any que Orioles hat, Adam, keeps me up at night. That is an Orioles hat. Wait, John, does it keep you up at night wondering what kind of hat that is or the Orioles keep you up at night? Because if, if the team on Adam's hat is keeping you up at night, I highly suggest you get a hobby. <laughs> Other than Olenek, what weird player would you feel secure with at captain? None. And I don't mean Kendrick Nunn. I mean, like, there isn't one. Yeah, yeah zero. <laughs> I have... 67% of the time, LeBron, AD, and Butler are the optimal captain. If I add Olenek in, that's 85%. The only other person, no one else is above five. The highest non-LeBron, AD, Butler, Olenek captain for me was Danny Green at 4.8%. He is already owned at 5.1%, so I don't have one then. None, Tim Wolford, none, highest owned tonight. Not even remotely close. 
What happened with Thursday night football tweet sim, Josh? I put my sim results in our premium Slack yesterday instead of uh, tweeting them out. Sometimes there are benefits to being a premium sub. That was one of them. So, and it went well. Uh, recommended uh, loving those kickers. That paid off tremendously. Uh, had a good uh, NFL last night, which is nice. I don't feel secure with Kelly O at captain. I mean, you should, at least as of what we know right now. Do we play four Lakers, one Heat player on FanDuel? Uh, we could talk about that a little bit, I guess. It averaged, on my sim, I averaged two and a half on both sides. I don't think that there's any, like, specific lean either direction. The problem is you're guaranteed, like, the Lakers one can't really go lower than two. Anthony right. Davis and LeBron James on FanDuel, for all intents and purposes, need to be in 100% of your lineups. The yeah, best it's coming in about the same... I think it's coming in about the same for me. Like a lot of my, it, I just crunched like my top 20 and it's pretty much just mixes of two Lakers and two Miami. Yeah. Where you get really, if you're really trying to get lucky, you need a day where Anthony Davis or LeBron James shows up in the pro spot. And even then, like, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. I am hating none from Wednesday. If I had none instead of Kelly O, I would have split the million. Yeah, that'll do it. Instead, uh, no one split the million, and the guy pocketed a million dollars on Kendrick Nunn. How much does Kendrick Nunn get paid this year? Uh, Less than the guy won, for sure. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Probably right around a million, 900,000. That would be my guess. It's going to be right on a million. 1.6. Yeah. Whew. Wild. After taxes. Do you guys use the team stack tool for NBA showdowns? I don't, is that a tool? It's a, yeah, it's in fantasy concert. I don't use it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's, I was thinking about it like the top stack tool. Oh, uh, and I was like, you. I don't, I don't know what that would be. Um, no, I don't use it. Do you like hero at captain? No. Pretty simple. Would Howard be a good captain? No. Um, one more and then we'll get out of here. Do, 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 do. do we get to 100 likes? 92 likes, guys. Look, eight more. The eight of you that have been too lazy to hit the thumbs up to this point need to go ahead and uh, <laughs> hit that thumbs up. Rondo captain. I mean, I like it better than the last two or three questions that we just got, but also still no. Rondo or Kuzma? That'll be the final question. Ron. I mean, he's more expensive. I don't know how much it ends up mattering, but if it's just a pure points question, I'd say Rondo. Um, Factoring the salary, I think Kuzma, because you do get that potential few extra minutes at the end of a blowout, is a pretty good salary. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Rondo there either way, but it's not like I like either one of them um, all that much. All right, uh, anything else you want to touch on, Adam? Nope. There it is, guys. Thank you for getting us over 115. I appreciate you guys a ton. 
tons of content coming up throughout the day, tons of content coming up throughout the weekend. Um, you know, we'll have game three NBA stuff on Sunday, NFL throughout the weekend. Sign up, use the promo code Orlando, get a week of NBA awesome. plus that's all I got guys. Stay tuned. Coming up nine minutes, myself and Alex Baker talking week four in the NFL. Peace.